This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris well, certainly by now you've heard of this uh, Tucker Carlson getting, uh, what would you say, fired from Fox News? Is that Was that correct to say that? Well, he's not on Fox News anymore. Suddenly, out of nowhere, they dump the their biggest name, Tucker Carlson, right? And this is uh, kind of a big deal. Uh, who was the other guy? Uh, Don Lemon from CNN. I think he got canned around the same time, almost like it was... Uh, coordinated firings there. Maybe like the powers to be, it's like a chess game. (laughs) I'll give you a broadcaster for one of your broadcasters. Who knows? Anyway, both of them out. And Tucker Carlson, particularly with the size of his audience, this was kind of big news. But uh, as big as that news is, I could honestly give a hoot, generally speaking. I mean, he's just a mouthpiece like me. I mean, that's it. Um, but I don't I think it's something to be idolized, really. Seems like a, a seemingly smart guy that makes a, a solid argument on a lot of things. But I, don't, I really consider myself a, a fan of Tucker Carlson. Uh, not because I don't like him, it's really because I don't know him, really, because I, I don't watch cable news. And um, I just don't trust it. And it is what it is. You might get a, a slightly different, you know, veil or mask or whatever. And then, you know, maybe there are a few good ones. And, and maybe Tucker Carlson is that. I don't know. Uh, this story of what he's talking about doing, this big idea that he has, uh, I, I think it's very admirable, quite frankly. And his idea, uh, and this is just my general understanding, I don't have all these facts. If you're really concerned about it, I would go recommend you check it out on your own. But from what I understand, that uh, he's got some kind of payment coming from Fox, like a big financial award. And I think that money is basically requires him to remain silent, can't you know, be in broadcasting. And the thought is that he would come back into broadcasting, presumably on Newsmax or something like that, and that he would um, be uh, moderate debates for Republican candidates. Hmm. Well, what do you think of this idea? First of all, a seemingly selfless idea that he would have to walk away, presumably, from all or part of this Fox News money if he was going to do something like that, presumably for the greater good to bring a voice to these uh, politicians, even like Trump, that are getting canceled. And so uh, Tucker Carlson's going to help help solve all that. Pretty noble, right, From in that regard. Is, is there something else going on? Is he up to something sneaky? Well, I guess perhaps I can't. Uh, I could. I guess I could think of a couple of different angles. Maybe he's thinking that it would really take off or position himself for for something else. Who knows what? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that anybody does. If they do, they don't seem to be telling any of the rest of us. Uh, on the idea itself, in terms of having these debates, um, I think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely fantastic. 
And it's an idea that I shared here during the um, uh, the the um, last election with um, uh, Kathy. Uh, what the heck is her name now? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. That got bumped uh, for Oz, right? Trump decided to endorse Oz, and I said that that was wrong. And I said, how much different would this have been? Kathy Barnett, thank you. Um, if uh, if they would have came down and, and, and Sean Hannity or somebody would have came down and had a, a debate, the energy that, that that would have created to give people a choice. It's what people want. They, I think people would leave the Republican Party or the, the Democrat Party and vote Republican if, just if they were uh, given choices, bona fide choices. And I think Tucker Carlson's idea, the same idea that I mentioned back then, I think it would be fantastic. And I think he's just the guy to do it. I really do. So will it happen? I don't know. Would he be fair and and impartial? I don't know that it has to be completely fair and impartial. I don't know that it ever is. You'd like to think that it is or it should be. But I think it's a little idealistic. I think it should be a a show, if you will, uh, revealing certainly the candidates' positions. But, you know, a conversation, more town hall style. I don't know. They could do whatever they want, obviously, but uh, I think it's a great idea. I really do. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Do you think it's a good idea or not? Would you support Tucker Carlson hosting these Republican debates? Would it push you to some other uh, alternate media like Newsmax or something like that? Would you subscribe? Would you pay? Would it uh, push you in that direction? Let me know. You can email me at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. Um, anyway, that's the, that's my big opening story. The, uh, the king of conservative cable news, I guess, um, that he would be removed from that and think about coming back in this capacity. Pretty amazing. Really? Is it just a a shot uh, over the bow? I don't know. I don't know. Is he trying to vie to get back on Fox? I don't know. I don't know. Then you have all these stories that are coming out slandering the guy. You know, he was rude and sexist and, and all this. And uh, yeah, yeah, some of the dirty laundry out there. Who among us is innocent this age of texting and, and video? And good God, how do we survive this? I don't know. Anyway. What else is going on? Coming off the weekend, it was busy out in the yard. I, I finished trimming up all of our bushes. I did the last leg. It's about six hours of trimming, man. Poof. Wore me out. And, uh, well, then I had to burn everything. So I had to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Uh, it got a little out of control, to be honest. So the good thing it's kind of wet here. I was, I, got, I was just beat. I didn't want to go to bed. <laughs> like putting these big heaps on there. And uh, anyway, got all that done. The yard is looking really fantastic. The fruits of my labor paying off. Golf course, nah, not quite golf course. But um, pretty happy with, with where we're at. Still lots of work to do. Fence work, deck work. We got uh, 10 yards of mulch coming today. Uh, so we'll be, I got to do some edging and mulching and um, just moving that around is going to be fun exercise, good movement. 
And I mean that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that here before I let you go at the end of the podcast. I hope you can stay tuned. Let me just throw a couple other stories at you. Rapid fire. I don't really want to talk forever today. And there's a lot here. So if you're interested in checking out more details about the story or any story that I talk about, uh, the links are always in the show notes. I shouldn't say always, but 98% of the time they're in the show notes that you can get at ChristopherScottShow.com. Uh, did you hear the story coming out about the, the smearing of Clarence Thomas? That am I, Was I hearing it right? Illegitimate child getting tuition payments or, or something like that? Um, I don't know. I don't really care. Why don't I care? Um, I, I, first of all, I don't know how you, you're going to legislate uh, people's personal lives. People have relationships. It is amazing to me how many, uh, you know, public figures have these illegitimate children. Like, it seems like all of them, really. It's kind of freaky. Um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. um, I don't know. I I can't think of the names off the top of my head, but there's quite a few, right? Anyway, uh, the point of this is this: uh, they're looking for more oversight over the Supreme Court and their financial affairs. And, you know, lo and behold, uh, Sotomayor, Sotomayor, Mayor, whatever, a couple of sweet book deals, like $3 million book deal here and there. And it's a lot. That's a lot. Does she draw that kind of book sales? (laughs) I don't, I really don't know. Who who knows, right? Uh, I've never seen any of these books. I, I never heard anybody talking about them. But somehow they get these big these big book deals, and who knows who's behind all that? What's really behind it? Are they buying the name? Is it a way of supporting candidates? Maybe all of the above. I don't know. Uh, but the bottom line is now you know why uh, Amy Comey Barrett and uh, what was the other one? The good Catholic kid there that that they would endure the onslaught that they would because there's good money in it apparently. They're going to fight them. Call me what you want. I need to be on that bench. Millions and millions of dollars. So what do you expect, really? Now, you can't, you, know, you can't stop that. I mean, how do you, really? And, and some of it's really sickening. You know, it's one thing uh, when one of these justices has a private sector career. I think mostly. I don't know if that's always the case, right? What what are the qualifications? I don't really know. Um, But presumably they had some kind of private sector career. And then they become a a Supreme Court justice. And how do you stop them from uh, getting speaking gigs, uh, book deals? You say, well, it's not right. Well, what if they wrote a cookbook? What if they had nothing to do with politics? Just using their name and their fanfare to sell a cookbook. Actually, not a bad idea when you think about it. Would you buy Arnold Schwarzenegger's, you know, <laughs> Big Daddy barbecue <laughs> book or something like that? I would bet you that uh, with his name behind it that there would be people that maybe has. Maybe he has. So what would be the difference? Then you have people like Bernie Sanders have only ever been politicians making millions of dollars off of books and screaming about the, the evils of capitalism. How do you put a stop to all that? I don't know. Are they doing anything wrong? 
when it's the people that you like, you say, well, so what did Trump got a book deal? He didn't. He already had his best-selling books. Isn't that amazing? No book deals for Trump. Poor guy. Anyway, there's a lot of clamoring now that they're saying, out, you know, out of the blue, all of a sudden, as if this hasn't been going on since the beginning of time, that they need uh, better ethical standards for the Supreme Court. And in reality, uh, they don't like the decisions that the Supreme Court is making and ones that they're expected to make coming up. So they're going to smear, make life miserable, hard, do everything they can. And it works. It's uh, political terrorism, really. Political sabotage, whatever you want to call it. Listen to this. uh, I think this is Fox News. Let me see where this headline came from before I tell you the headline. No, okay. All right. Well, it was Washington Post. And here's the headline. Most Americans support anti-trans policies favored by the GOP, according to a poll, a Pew Research poll. Um, now, the reality is that I don't believe that that's true. I don't believe that, that Republicans are anti-trans. They're anti-inappropriate content and activities for children. I don't know why that's so hard to understand. Uh, Two-mile-long encampment. Where was this? San Francisco? Yep. Hundreds of locals in one of San Francisco's wealthiest counties have been forced to pack up their lives into RVs and trailers after being pushed out of the housing market. Shocking photos show the growing line of trucks and other vehicles along Highway 101. Two miles along, one of the long one of the longest encampments in the in the country, in a county where the average home costs one point four million dollars, people can't afford it, and uh, so they're going to live in an RV or a trailer. This is uh, progress, they call it, uh, but really that's a result of the fiat money, the inflation. Uh, it has to be parked somewhere. And everybody's happy when it, the assets are going up until you're trying to get in and you realize it's just overwhelming. Um, CNN had the town hall with Trump. Did you watch it? I did not. People were surprised on both sides. Uh, why would CNN do this? Why would Trump do this? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, no, I have no opinion on it. If you do, I'd be interested to hear. I guess he needs to get the word out, so... You know, he wants to come out. He wants to be political. I don't know. Um, Israelis call out perks for ultra-Orthodox Jews and latest protests. You know, a lot of this goes on here, too. People complaining about the uh, tax uh, benefits that churches enjoy and uh, that they don't contribute their fair share in uh, to the government. don't have to comply as a... As a uh, relates to tax obligations. Did a military lab spill anthrax into public waterways? The military says no. Other people say yes. There was flooding. Where was it? I think it might have been Kentucky. It doesn't matter. I asked, why is there so much of this stuff around? Everywhere you turn, it's another bio lab. It's a spill. It's a... Man, no wonder everybody's acting a little strange, right? Um, what is this story here? Uh, oh, this is a, a fantastic uh, story. How corrupt is our current situation? Worse than most people can fathom. 
This is a fantastic article talking about what has happened since the 2020 election. Um, you know, I want to just, <clears throat> I'm, I, I can't sit here and go through this whole uh, this whole story. Well, we could, I guess. I could probably do a whole podcast on it. How corrupt, and it's completely corrupt, is the is the short answer to that, without doing an entire podcast on it. But I think people are mostly coming to realize that uh, even if they're disillusioned in terms of, uh, you know, the problems, scale, et cetera, et cetera. And I think uh, probably the reason that the article caught my eye is for that reason, that I think that most of us, even me, to say, man, I don't know uh, that you can really comprehend the scale of what's going on. Case in point, the disinformation around climate change. You know, they're leading you to believe that this is like free market information, and it's not. It's all being sourced from the U.N. The U.N. is dictating the entire narrative on climate change. Now, you know, is it some, you know, super secret plan to, you know, control, you know, those people and those countries that are overpopulated or something like that? Um, I don't know, but... (laughs) Since when does that become the way of doing things, if, if that's supposed to be some kind of goofy, altruistic uh, motivation behind this? I don't think so. I think that the uh, motivation is, is as outward as it is. That it's like to save the, the planet to the nth degree. And, um, you know, they're going to collect as much of people's money in the meantime to do that. I mean, when you really step back and look at the, um, the, the climate change scam and how ridiculous, uh, case in point, here we're, where we are, good environmental people, conservative and liberal, us included, we care about the environment, all parking their cars to pick the kids up at the schools. It could be walking. Many of them could be walking. Don't walk. They drive and let the cars run up there. Um, nobody's really making any changes. That's my point. But they'll buy an electric car. They'll, oh, I'd be willing to pay more for electric if it meant saving the planet. <laughs> I'm sure you would. People don't even realize what they're saying when they say that. Um, and maybe it'll become necessary. I don't, look, I agree, cleaner's better. Uh, but it's just become lunacy based on a bunch of false facts. So anyway, in terms of how bad is it, how corrupt is it, just that one item. And how many people believe it? You can't talk sense to anybody. And just to, to give you the, the UN narrative, it's very simple. Climate change is real. It's man-made. And it's that it can be changed if we do the right things. It's like the ultimate psychological hook to do what? Collect more people's money. You know, we're going to we're going to go to electric cars. We're going to go to gas. We're going to go to this. We're going to go to that. Unreal, really, when you think about it. Anyway, uh, really a fantastic article here uh, focusing mainly on the the um, corruption within the election system. And um, I'm going to tell you, it's completely corrupt. It's about completely corrupt being done in a variety of ways. I could do a podcast on that as well. We already have in the past. Um, But I've talked to people firsthand. I've witnessed things firsthand. Completely corrupt. That's the answer.
California panel approves reparation reparations proposal that would give uh, lifelong uh, black residents $1.2 million, as well as a letter of apology. And this is uh, fascinating to me uh, that this would be considered, you know, it sounds so logical, right? To say, well, you know, your ancestors didn't receive what our ancestors did, and so you're, you should be entitled to this, um, you know, this benefit as a result of that to, to make that uh, even. Will that be it then? That's my, my first question. Will, will it be over then? Is that the official end of, of racism is over, the debt has been paid? Um, secondly, why not reparations for the Union soldiers, black and white, that fought and died to free the slaves? How come they don't get paid? Nobody cares about the, the poor soldiers, you know? They always get the scraps at the end. And by the way, the, the protesters in California that have pushed to move this along and have gotten it this far, what was their answer to all this? They complained that it wasn't nearly enough. <laughs> of course not. So there's your answer in terms of will it be over. Never. Never. Not as long as there's money. All about the money. Protesters clash with New York police over Jordan nearly, nearly chokehold death. No charges announced in this thing. Uh, I have a feeling he's not going to get charged. They have a real problem that there was three people there. From what I understand, the white guy who had the chokehold, a Mexican guy, and a black guy holding him down. I don't. I didn't verify any of this, but that's what I was told. Uh, either way, it was three people. And how do you claim racism? How do you claim bias? Clearly, they all felt that some type of intervention was necessary. I don't know. How about this strike with the uh, writers' union? Does anybody care? No. Uh, I could care less. They're like, we're fighting for the future and this nonsense about AI. It's a little weird. AI is going to start writing movies, I guess, is the concern. Interesting. You probably could, actually. I believe you could. Would it be a good one? Eh, Probably not. Multiple victims killed by an active shooter at Allen Premium Outlets. I believe that's outside of Dallas. And the stories, the children shot, were really horrific. Um, I really don't know what it is that causes uh, people to do this. Um, I don't know what to say in a case like this. I don't think there is anything to be said. You know, of course, the people are going to use it. Uh, as a call for, um, you know, gun control, more infringement on the Second Amendment. thought it was interesting that Gavin Newsom came out and said, you know, we've become a country that's more interested in protecting killing than life. And I thought, well, how many abortions has the, the left protected? You know, but it's a what about to say that. You know, so what is the answer? Well, more people need to be armed. That's the answer. Because if people uh, knew that there was a potential, they walk in uh, with a weapon, they're going to get immediately shot, then it's going to solve that problem, wouldn't it? I would imagine. But either way, safety's at risk. It's unsettling. I mean, to the point where um, I don't go to the malls. I don't want to carry at the mall. I'm carrying a weapon in the mall. I really don't. I don't want to be there without one, so that kind of narrows it down, right? I don't go to the mall. 
Ukraine supposedly shot down a Russian hypersonic missile with a uh, Patriot missile. I don't know if I believe the claim. Uh, No ability to fact check it, really, but it's a pretty big development if they did. Uh, Here's a young Arizona woman. Did you hear about this? Stabbed 15 times. The suspect had been released from prison after six months. Violent uh, criminal. You know, no, no, no protests. There's never any protests when a, a min, ethnic minority kills a, a white woman or a white person. But, uh, you know, and, and because there was no proper justice. You ever hear white people uh, marching in the streets no, saying no justice, no peace? They're kind of an interesting phenomenon, right? Um, here's another scary story. I don't know if you heard this. I think this was in Utah. A rapist uh, wrote to a woman who was about to testify against him. Um, he was free, I guess, on bail. I'm not sure, or waiting to be for trial. I guess, whatever the case was, and uh, he killed a, um, a bunch of people. Um, was not her though. I don't believe. And uh, as kind of a revenge killing for her about to testify. I believe he then died as well. And uh, really gory when you think about it. What's the answer to that? More people carrying firearms. And you say, well, you get these assault weapons bans. And uh, I don't know. There was an assault weapon ban in the past. I would imagine you're going to see it again. If you don't have one, you might want to get one. This is what they do. They uh, stir up uh, sales of these things every time this talk. It's like the best thing for the gun industry. You know how many of these things are out there? Huge, huge numbers. And in this country, many, many of them are just uh, untraceable, really. I don't know where they're at at all. Um, anyway, lots going on, right? Interesting times we're living in. Uh, so much of what we're seeing isn't the truth, so you don't really know what to believe. And uh, how is it impacting us not really understanding clearly what's going on with so much manipulation going on? Mass uh, mental health crisis, really, in my opinion. You can see it, the people, the the anger, the hostility, the uh, crazy ways that people are behaving and and doing things. You don't believe me, just go see the way people are driving see the impact of, of all this progress that we're experiencing. Um, but before I let you go, I want to talk about something a little bit different. Uh, this was a uh, Jordan Peterson was on the Joe Rogan show. And um, the title is The Simple Reason 90% of Men Are Lost in Life. And Jordan Peterson talks about this statistic of, of men that are just given up. Uh, it's crazy, really, when you, especially white men, uh, not just limited to, to white men, but many, many white men just, you know, not really working, not really career oriented. And a lot has changed. And what is the impact of all that? And, you know, Jordan uh, Peterson says that it's because of, of not having responsibility and and not wanting to take responsibility. And, you know, I can relate to this uh, on a number of different fronts, both in my my efforts to take responsibility when I was younger 
and my desire to not take on any more responsibility now that I'm a little bit older. And I can understand the reasoning for, uh, you know, for, for, for not wanting to take responsibility. But you have uh, uh, segments of population of the population out there that you know, don't want the responsibility of a job or taking care of themselves or having a family. And I've talked about this myself, years, decades of, you know, uh, trash talking marriage and children and families. And, and I don't know, maybe it's always been that way since the beginning of time. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Who knows? But either way, I think it's very unhealthy. And maybe now people are finally listening. Right? Divorce, it's destroyed families. I really, uh, and men aren't marrying now. If they are, they're waiting longer and longer. They just don't get married. And they've seen now, you know, the impact of the, the family splitting. And, and I don't know that people are putting it together in the same way. I look at the Bible and I say, I see now why the church, the Bible would be so focused on, on keeping marriages together, keeping families together. It destroys the, the family. I'm not preaching. I've been through a few myself. Uh, but it's not a good uh, reflection of, of us as a society. Am I right? And I think that, uh, like I said, men are saying, yeah, why take on the responsibility? You know, the American dream, it's become the American rat race. But I don't think that that's what the cause is. I don't. I think men are just tired of getting beat down, right, and, and just saying, look, it's not worth it. I think that's what basic reason why you have men uh, turning away from responsibility. He said to me, well, I'm going to be in my, I'm gonna, when I'm young, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to sacrifice these, these young years when I have energy. And instead of having fun, I'm going to go work, 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 work. I'm going to build a business. I'm going to build a career. I'm going to do whatever. And then uh, 35 or whatever, boom, I'm going to get divorced. The court's going to be forcing me to pay all these costs. I'm, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to have to pick up and start over again. Hmm. Sign me up. Nobody looking at that in reality is going to go, yeah, let me get down that path. Most people wouldn't. And, you know, so what is the impact of these things really that we don't think directly? I think we're seeing it. I really do. On top of that, you know, men, you know, we're told we're not needed. So this what would next naturally happen? Men are saying, see ya. I'm not, I'm not going to be where I'm not wanted. And uh, how much of that is impacting um, the self-worth of, of young men? Uh, but add to that that big companies and big organizations and, and licensed work, uh, anything that requires a license or something, uh, you know, testing, um, it's become unbearable with all the regulation and, and then the same thing, you're going to get in, inside of a, a public company saying, yeah, sorry, we, we're going to promote this guy. Not because he's, he's better than you, but because he's black. And, you know, you should certainly support that, right? Otherwise, you have white privilege and you need to get down to HR. No wonder uh, men are turning to drugs and porn escaping, right? So what is the answer to all that? This is what I really wanted to get to. All that doom and gloom. You say, geez, thanks, thanks for the, 
Thanks for the sour thoughts. And there's an important, important lesson in this. Uh, yeah, times are challenging in many ways. They always are in some way. I just saw that it was like not until like the 1920s or after, I think, that the world is, I think later than that, that the, the world has had sustainable food for uh, pretty much the entire world, you know, short of war, you know, some major uh, catastrophe. Famine has basically been eradicated, as it was the claim. And uh, it's amazing, really, when you think about that, that, that level of comfort, that level of, of change. But what is brought with it is that people become a little lazy, lacking the motivation. And that's the lesson, I think, to take away from all this, that you have to learn to self-motivate. You have to find your purpose have to have a, a grounding of wisdom that doesn't come from the news or media or Tucker Carlson or anybody, but where the Bible would be the best place to start. And, uh, you know, just to even reflect back on it from time, I see now why it's so important. And the last thing I would say um, is to push yourself uh, physically at least a, a little bit on a regular basis. And I think really muscle building, especially walking is good, but push-ups are, are better in my opinion, in terms of you just, you're going to be more self-confident. And I think it goes for women too, but uh, you feel more secure physically, you feel safer, you feel, I think lots of things that you don't even necessarily put that label on it, but it's a great benefit. That's the key, I think, to navigating these tough times right now. Not to keep your head in the sand, not to worry about every little thing. You can't. Again, we can't save the world. Again, we may not be able to save it at all. But how do you get through it? You got to self motivate it. You got to find your purpose. You got to find your reason to keep working. And you got to push yourself physically. I really believe that's the key. Certainly, there's other variables, nutrition and all that, and managing your money and relationships and other things. But as far as a, a core, I think that's a great place to start. Hey, God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, make it a great day. See you there. <laughs>